Good afternoon and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll have details on Seeds Canada's inaugural AGM. Also, we'll talk about the drought situation across the prairies. And up first in today's country comment, we'll hear from Protein Industries Canada CEO, Bill Gruel. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. Protein Industries Canada has announced its 23rd project. Here, CEO Bill Gruel. We announced a project focused on um, better understanding the data landscape in agriculture in Western Canada. So this is a collaboration between uh, Protein Industries Canada and EMILY, which is a not-for-profit based out of uh, Manitoba, and as well the Alberta Data Institute, which is part of Alberta Innovates. And together with a number of private sector partners, uh, we're investing around $900,000 into um, uh, four different areas around uh, data capacity and capability for agri-food in Western Canada. Talk a little bit more about about those four areas and what will be happening. We're really excited about this because the first piece is uh, a bit of a case study, thinking about how we can better utilize data to prove out sustainability metrics. You know, I talk to consumer packaged goods companies almost on a daily basis, and they're all very interested in understanding the carbon footprint, the life cycle analysis, the environmental impact and sustainability of the ingredients that we produce in Western Canada, because consumers are really concerned about that today. So to me, that's really um, a data problem, right? If we can understand uh, all of the inputs and the production practices that went into production, and if we can follow that data and information from producer to ingredient manufacturer through to consumer packaged goods companies, we can give uh, consumers at the end of the day a really good line of sight into the sustainability of those food products. And so really managing uh, data as it's handed off to the different verticals of the value chain is uh, as a pilot project as part of this uh, investment. You talked about some of the partners, pretty big list here. I don't know if you wanted to, to run through all of them, but it uh, looks like a pretty good uh, cross-section. Yeah, I know this is, this is a great project, and I think it speaks to the importance of data as an asset for the agri-food sector. But we've got great representation both from the academics and, and the public sector and the private sector. So things like SAS Poly, uh, you know, the Canadian Agri-Food Automation and Intelligence Network, which is a similar organization to us that operates out of Alberta, funding large-scale projects in, in data. But uh, things like Farm Credit Canada, Ends Brothers, TELUS, Merit Functional Foods, Viterra, really great companies. And I think it, it, it really speaks to the importance that the whole ecosystem sees in better utilizing data and information to drive at both business efficiency and, and customer insights. That was Bill Gruel. He's the CEO with Protein Industries Canada. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon. I'm Corey Canute. We've been talking about the impact the drought is having here at home, but wildfires and drought are causing serious concerns for cattle producers right from BC to Ontario. Kevin Boone is general manager for the BC Cattlemen's Association. We're in an extremely um, drought-ridden position where hay production is way down, but more severely is the fire situation right now. Typically, we don't start fires till the end of July. This year, we had them burning uh, the end of June. We have to date burnt uh, 275,000 hectares, well over half a million acres of uh, land. 
He says most of that is in BC's prime grassland area. Federal Ag Minister Marie-Claude Bebo will be in Manitoba today touring the drought-stricken Interlake region and holding a press conference later this afternoon. Seeds Canada held its inaugural AGM last week. Here's President Ellen Sperry. Just to update members on uh, sort of what's been going on since the vote way back in November, I guess, of 2020. Had an address from CFI President Dr. Mathani, which was great. A lot of um, committee meetings, which is usually addressing so seed industry issues. So seed regulatory modernization was um, brought up in a lot of them. Just different industry issues within different crop types. Our analysts as well had their workshops. There was a lot going on across six days, really. The meeting brought together seed industry members, stakeholders, and government representatives from across the country to discuss a range of policy priorities and issues impacting the sector. And Protein Industries Canada has announced its 23rd project here, CEO Bill Gruel. We announced a project focused on um, better understanding the data landscape in agriculture in Western Canada. So this is a collaboration between uh, Protein Industries Canada and EMILY, which is a not-for-profit based out of uh, Manitoba, and as well the Alberta Data Institute, which is part of Alberta Innovates. And together with a number of private sector partners, uh, we're investing around $900,000 into um, four different areas around uh, data capacity and capability for agri-food in Western Canada. A total of $903,000 is being invested into the project. That was a look at today's farm news. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Eggwire for Thursday, July 22nd. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, we'll talk about the drought right across the prairies. This week, provincial cattle organizations took part in the Canadian Cattlemen's Association Town Hall meeting to give a perspective on the impact of the wildfires and drought. With more on that, here's Glendalee Allen Vossler. This year's drought is having a devastating impact from British Columbia right to Ontario. Kevin Boone is general manager for the BC Cattlemen's Association. He says a lack of rainfall in the interior and southern half of the province, combined with the intense heat from a few weeks ago, have had a major impact. Temperatures up in the mid to high 50s, record highs of 49.5. It has just literally parched uh, the grass that was there. So we're in an extremely um, drought-ridden position where hay production is way down, uh, but more severely is the fire situation right now. Um, typically, we don't start fires till the end of July. This year, we had them burning uh, the end of June. Uh, we have, to date, burnt uh, 275,000 hectares uh, well over half a million acres of uh, land. Most of this is in our prime grasslands. And so while we call them forest fires, they're wildfires that are taking out that grass. So not only are we uh, down in what our winter supply is, we're now eating up our summer and winter supplies with fire, which will have no recovery uh, for it. Uh, so we're in a, a double whammy situation of losing our uh, summer pasture and much of our winter as we move forward. It's really extremely hard for us to predict where this is going to come out. 
The B.C. government has announced that there will be fire recovery assistance. Boone notes overall their biggest concern is will they be able to save that mother cow and base herd in order to carry on. The Alberta beef producers have been taking every opportunity they can to push for disaster relief options. Chair Melanie Woke says... They've been talking with federal and provincial representatives to make them aware of the rapidly deteriorating situation. On July 12th, ABP Government Relations and Policy Lead Mark Lysing met with the Alberta Environment and Parks Group on further drought options, such as expediating water approvals on government leases, utilization of vacant vacant crown lands for grazing or haying, as well as allowing um, subletting for unused crown lands. She noted prior to the federal-provincial ag minister's meeting, they provided Minister Dreeshen's office with the list of informal recommendations. The recommendations were as follows, to allow insured crops to be designed for, designated for alternative use in a timely manner, to allow support for quality water access and infrastructure, to implement a feed need drought assistance programming under agri-recovery, and an immediate announcement of the list of designated regions for the 2021 livestock tax deferral. Arnold Vilecki is chair of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association and says it was great to see Minister Merritt's response being the first minister to call on Ottawa for a livestock tax deferral program for the entire province. He says the situation in Saskatchewan is dire. If you go down five inches, there isn't a drop of moisture. There's two things going on here. First, we need access to feed supply. We need uh, good quality drinking water for our livestock. And then the second component is we need some money in our genes so that we can afford to buy the feed and, and do the water uh, works that's required. Balecki says this is the worst episode of drought he's ever seen in the province. With drought years on top of drought years, it has depleted all of our moisture resources. He added something else that will need to be addressed is the orderly marketing of all the cull cows that will be going to town. Tyler Fulton is president of the Manitoba Beef Producers. He says there's a ton of consistency across the West, noting that the take-home message is just how widespread the situation is. He says from a short-term perspective, they've been exclusively focused on creating a situation where there's as much winter feed as possible with the collaborative approach from livestock and crop producers alike to be able to utilize some of these marginal crops, cereal crops, that are burning up and being able to bale them for livestock feed. We know that there, there's already thousands of animals that are moving to mar- that have moved to market. Um, and, and that we, you know, we know that there just likely won't be enough feed, uh, to, uh, to maintain the herd in the size that, uh, that we've been used to. And so <clears throat> as a result of, uh, you know, of those, that reality, uh, I think that Manitoba beef producers is, um, could have an aspect of, of our ask, um, uh, to be, uh, considerate of uh, of those producers that have had to make those tough but rational decisions 
um, in order to maintain good humane uh, care for the animals to move them. Um, and so we think that maybe uh, some type of uh, support that would help a recovery in the in the herd in the long run um, maybe maybe part of our ask. And our intention is to flesh that out and 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 uh, get consensus really before the end of this week. Fulton says Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada Minister Marie Claude Bebeau will be in Manitoba today to tour the region. And Rob Lipset is a president of the Beef Farmers of Ontario. He says it's a similar story there. Other than southern Ontario has been receiving rain, but the situation gets more dire the further north you get. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler. Thanks, Glendalee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email to farmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network. Taking a look at the farm calendar, the Canadian Semitol Association has moved its AGM to an online setting taking place July 24th. Visit their website for viewing information. Keystone Agricultural Producers Summer Advisory Council meeting takes place via Zoom July 28th starting at 9 a.m. Go to the CAP website to register and the Canadian Hereford Association Annual General Meeting and Bonanza 2021 is happening July 28th to the 31st at Brandon's Keystone Centre. Pending public health restrictions for up-to-date information on the event, visit the Bonanza 2021 website. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Thursday afternoon, Seeds Canada held its inaugural AGM last week. Here's President Ellen Sperry. So February 1 was our official first date, and it's the amalgamation of uh, four seed industry partners, I guess, um, now joined to be Seeds Canada. And this was, yeah, our first AGM, so all very exciting and uh, pretty happy that we were able to have it within, you know, a few months of our, our start date, so. Yeah, I guess, um, touch a little bit on, I guess, some of the some of the topics that were uh, discussed so, I mean, we had, uh, you know, a welcoming address just to update members on uh, sort of what's been going on since the vote way back in November, I guess, of 2020. Um, had an address from CFI President Dr. Mathani, which was great. And then uh, a lot of um, committee meetings, which, uh, you know, is, is usually addressing so seed industry issues. So seed regulatory modernization was um, brought up in a lot of them and different, just different industry issues within different crop types. And, you know, um, our analysts as well had their workshops. So there was a lot going on across six days, really. How have things been going so far since February? I think things have been going really well. Uh, so all the staff, you know, came forward from the four organizations. So, uh, we hired our full-time ED here just, uh, almost six weeks ago now, and I think he's really getting into the role of working with staff and bringing them forward. And then um, also, uh, you know, I think we've done a lot of work in a few months to get us to the point of where we could have an AGM, uh, which was well attended by members. So um, I think we're off to a good start. Lots of work to do yet, though, obviously. What's the overall goal of Seeds Canada? The overall goal is the leading voice of the seed industry. Uh, and again, with um, you know, we do have 
members across that spectrum now. So analysts, seed growers, processors, developers, um, probably missing a few. But yet, now that we have everybody under one roof is the voice of the seed industry to address, you know, those issues that come up um, working with government, um, regulatory changes, things like that. That was Ellen Sperry. She's the president of Seeds Canada. The organization held its inaugural AGM last week. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. Farmers and ranchers in Manitoba aren't the only ones dealing with the extreme drought. Drought conditions and wildfires from B.C. to Ontario have cattle producers calling for help. The Alberta Beef Producers Chair Melanie Wauk says they've been taking every opportunity they can to push for disaster relief options. Such as expediating water approvals on government leases, utilization of vacant vacant crown lands for grazing or haying, as well as allowing um, subletting for unused crown lands. They also recommend that insured crops be designated for alternative use to allow support for quality water access and infrastructure to implement a Feed Me Drought Assistance Program under Agro Recovery and an immediate announcement of designated regions for the 2021 Livestock Tax Deferral Program. Protein Industries Canada announced a co-investment into a project that will improve data use within Canada's agriculture and agri-food sector. Here's CEO Bill Gruel. We're really excited about this because the first piece is a bit of a case study, thinking about how we can better utilize data to prove out sustainability metrics. You know, I talk to consumer packaged goods companies almost on a daily basis, and they're all very interested in understanding the carbon footprint, the life cycle analysis, the environmental impact and sustainability of the ingredients that we produce in Western Canada, because consumers are really concerned about that today. So to me, that's really um, a data problem, right? The project is led by the Enterprise Machine Intelligence and Learning Initiative in collaboration with the Alberta Data Institute, a total of $903,000 is being invested into the project. And Seeds Canada held its first AGM last week following its launch in February. Here's President Ellen Sperry. I think we've done a lot of work in a few months to get us to the point of where we could have an AGM, which was well attended by members. So um, I think we're off to a good start. Lots of work to do yet, though, obviously. The meeting brought together seed industry members, stakeholders, and government representatives from across the country to discuss a range of policy priorities and issues impacting the sector. I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. Today's closing numbers with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll have details on Egg Minister Bebo's visit to Manitoba. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. Hope you can meet us back here tomorrow starting at 12 noon.